Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Praise God. It's great to be back with you, folks. We love this opportunity to be going through the book of Psalms or this series, as we call Songs in the Night. We're not sure where you're listening, radio, podcast, and where you're at in the world. We've heard from people as far away as China and Nepal and Australia the other day. I saw a dot on Apple Analytics. So welcome, welcome, folks. And you might be driving on the wrong side of the road while listening to us today, but stay on that side because that's the country you're in. But, uh, uh, <laughs> And Stephanie thought that was kind of funny, man. I'll tell you, I drove in a country one time, and and they let you drive. So you get so this is the weird thing, Stephanie. You get down here to like a triple A, and they give you a federal driver's license or a universal driver's license. I don't know. You pay like fifteen bucks, they take your picture, and they give you another driver's license that puts your passport number on it and stuff like that. And so anyway, I'm driving, and I started driving on the wrong side of the road. It was freaky, man. It was freaking people out. I don't like yep. the side, that other side of the road. I remember being in Kenya the first time and being like, oh, my word, we are going to so get in an accident. <laughs> South I, Africa, I was more used to it, but Kenya was my first experience on the wrong side of the road, and it's a little freaky. Kenya was my first experience, and it was a little freaky as well. So we share the Kenya freaky experience. So, uh, Stephanie, we have a segment that we do. You might be a knucklehead yeah. if or the positive side. You might, right. you might be right with God if. And so today is my turn, and I think That's I'm going to do that you might be right with God. You might. You might yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, so you might be right with God if. If you go out of your way this week, this day, to contact family members you haven't talked to in a long time, talk to your mom and dad, uh, talk to people, love people. I know life gets busy, but fit your family and your friends in there. Call them up, tell them you love them, that kind of stuff. Man, they'll enjoy that. And you know what? That's being right with God. And you want to be right with God. You want to honor your mother and father. So make sure you call them, your grandmother, your grandfather, whoever you got out there. They may not be there forever. One day day you may wake up and they'll be gone. And uh, so just remember that. Go out of the way. Make sure you make contact with people and make sure that you certainly love. And we want people to be kind, Stephanie. Be kind. I, yes. I don't like unkind. I don't like mean people. You know, that's right. Have you ever met anybody mean that you say, man, I like that person? Nope. You know, I can put up with a lot of things. You can be ugly and I like you as long as you're kind. You know, you can be, man, you can be a New York Yankees fan and I like you as long as you're kind. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. Kindness. <laughs> Kindness. It's true. Kindness goes a long way. It's, it's Christian love. That's there it is. Corinthians 13, one. You can speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have faith to remove mountains. But if you don't have that kind of love that is kind, it's not worth anything. It's not worth anything, folks. You can drive the nicest car. You can do live the nicest world, do all that. But if you're a knucklehead, 
You live in a knuckleheaded life. We don't want nothing to do with you. We don't like knuckleheads around here. We think knuckleheads are a problem. That's right. And so we're here delivering God's word so you don't have to be. Can I tell you something, friends? You got power over your knuckleheadedness. I just want to say that. So here we are. God, the Holy <laughs> Spirit of God. If you're saved, the Holy Spirit of God indwells within your heart and will give you everything you need to be kind and love one another and take care of one another and and, uh, you know, just do that, man, and, and love your husbands and wives and brothers and sisters and kids and moms and dad. I'm telling you, enjoy that. You know what I yeah. mean? And uh, enjoy yeah. those relationships. Don't just sit around and be an old prude. There's no fun <laughs> in that, you know? Nope. Yeah. So anyway, here we are. <laughs> anyway, we're, I don't know where all that came from, but I do know this. God wanted us to say that today. I don't think it's inspired or anything, but it seemed like fun. Anyway, Stephanie, we're in Psalm 92. <laughs> we're going to try and cover. Psalm 91 was great, man. Old Stephanie was able to relate a lot of what was going on in Psalm 91 at the time where Charles, the greatest missionary martyr of our generation, was shot and killed and martyred. And uh, I was thankful for that. Now, Psalm 92 there's some stuff going on. I think the major uh, theme in this thing, I've read it three or four times when Stephanie was talking uh, and things of that nature as we were looking at things when we were talking together. And and I think the major theme is God's sovereign rule, God's sovereignty. God's sovereign. You know, there's no higher leader. There's no greater person. There's no anything over God. God is sovereign. He's our sovereign. He's as high as it goes. And I think we're going to see that. We start off in, in the beginning talking about being worshipers. And we're going to go ahead and go through one through eight today. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto thy name, O most high God, to show forth thy love and kindness in the morning in thy faithfulness every night. Upon an instrument of ten strings and upon the psaltery, upon the harp with a solemn sound. For thou, Lord, has made me glad through thy works. I will triumph in thy works of thy hands. O Lord, how great are thy works and thy thoughts are very deep. A brutish man, I was in church one time and a guy read that Sami was doing the reading and he called it a British man. A brutish things you remember, you know. A brutish man knoweth not, neither doth a fool understand this. When the wicked spring as the grass and when all the workers of iniquity do flourish, it is that that they shall be destroyed forever. But thou, Lord, art most high for everyone. So we're stopping here at verse number eight, and those first five verses coming right out, right out of here, right out of the chute as we're talking in that verse number one, Stephanie, immediately, it's a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord, to sing praises unto thy name, thy most high. Here we go. It's a good thing to do this. So do it. Is that what you're getting there? I mean, this is a good yeah. thing. Do it. Yeah, I think, I think going into this psalm too, um, if we if we forget that God is sovereign, that it's God who controls things, we will become very proud, very giving ourselves the glory for good things that happen. And I think the preface to this psalm is remembering to thank God because he's the one who controls. He's the one who is the reason we have good gifts. He's the one that causes everything in our lives. Anything good in our lives comes from him. And I think that's the preface here to this psalm of, yeah. If we if we have that preface of thankfulness yeah. of great to God, it's going to give us the right perspective of His sovereignty. I think it will, and I think it does. And and and, and then as we go along here, Stephanie, I I'm looking at that second verse to show forth love and kindness in the morning, and thy faithfulness every night. 
we talked about being kind. We finished yesterday speaking about be kind and love and kindness. And it's talking about to show forth thy love and kindness, to show God in the morning and thy faithfulness every night. Sometimes, I don't know about you, but I've always had that pastor that said, take time in the morning or night to pray and read your Bible. I personally, and I, though I don't think this verse is specifically talking about that, and I don't want to go weird with my hermeneutics here, I think, so, I think it's important in morning and night that we worship God, that we read, yeah. that we pray, that we thank God. Yeah. No, I agree. I think there's a huge sense in which taking that time to um, praise God for who he is in our lives, it changes our whole perspective be it the morning or the night. And when you go to sleep meditating on God's faithfulness, it brings a peace. You know, when you're waking up in the morning and your focus is on his loving kindness, it changes your whole outlook for the day. And I think that's what he's talking about here. Yeah, and, and, it, and it, it's a comma. So it goes on with verse number three, Stephanie, and it says, upon an instrument of 10 strings, and upon the psaltery, upon the harp with a solemn sound. So it's we're showing love and kindness, and we're doing that. We're singing out to God. We're making music for him in a solemn way. That word solemn's in there, a solemn sound. Now you do that, except you have more than 10 strings on your instrument. I do, yeah. The piano has more than 10 strings. How many does it have? <laughs> um, the piano, Wow. Does it have one per key? Eighty. Or? It's eighty-eight keys, but each, no, each each note has more than one string. So, wow, there'd be a lot involved there. So, how many white keys are there? Oh, I didn't prepare for this. Well, you're supposed to be cool as a cucumber. You're supposed to be showing thy love and kindness, and say, "Well, let me count <laughs> them in my head here, Doug. Let me <laughs> let me run over to the piano and 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 just count." I <laughs> I mean, uh, well, I just thought it was kind of important, but I guess it's not. Anyway, so here, <laughs> here we go, cruising along. We're making a solemn sound. <laughs> For thou, Lord, has made me glad through thy work. I will triumph in thy works of thy hands. And he's pretty confident about that, that he's going to triumph in the works of thy hands. And you know, if we do God's work, we're going to triumph. You know, it, God's word does not return void. His work, working for God. I mean, we can have a day that we consider to be rotten, no good, unsuccessful. But in God, it can be the greatest day ever. Yeah, that's for sure. We've seen that, right? Where we've, I mean, I yes. preached a message one time. I mean, it was the worst message I ever preached in my life. God was fighting me. I was getting beat up like a stepchild. My life was upside down. The world was crooked. I didn't know where I was going. I didn't know what was going on. I was dizzy. Life seemed weird. But then God saved somebody. Yeah. And this guy to this day, he's a preacher, and he always preaches. It was the greatest message I ever, it was the worst message I ever preached. But when we do it for God, when we step out for God, we don't know what's going to happen. Ours is yeah. not. What is that old Lord Tolberson thing? Ours is not to question why. Ours is to do and die. We change that up in the army. That Ours is not to question why. Ours is to do or die. So in other words, do our job. Study the Bible. Do what God's telling us to do. Uh, pray yeah. at night. Pray in the morning. Sing. Make a solemn noise to him. Let God know this is about you. I care. 
This song isn't about some girl I went out with in 1982. This is about you, God. This song isn't about this. It's about you, God. And I think that's the difference. I mean, don't you feel that there with that solemn noise? I mean, a solemn noise isn't about something that was cool in our lives. Yes. I think there's a sense in which when our focus is on the Lord and on his word and on serving him, it gives it gives a sense of sobriety and yet it also gives us a sense of joy. Um, the Lord gives us joy when our focus is on and that is going to result, as we've seen in other scripture too, other psalms, it results in thanksgiving, it results in praise, it results in music. Yeah. Even when, even if it's... And we're going to have to, and, and you know, I'm going to yeah. tell you something right now, folks. We're going to break from tradition. It's been a while since we sang a song. and we, we might let Stephanie step to the piano here in a few minutes and just play one of our songs so there's no copyright that people will freak out about. But anyway, here we are. And, and so, Stephanie, look at this next verse. It's verse number five. Oh, Lord, how great are thy works, and, and thy thoughts are very deep. You know, how, how's God's thoughts in your life? Are they very deep? Are they good works? Are they great? You know, is studying God's word something God is good, God is great? No, man. When we study God, we make noise to him. We make great noise, solemn noise. We sing out to him. We love him. We trust him. We want to grow in him. We read the word of God with the intent to learn. Here's the problem with studying the word of God, Stephanie. Can I tell you right now what the problem is for most of us? Because most of us have knuckle in us. Most of us are a little bit of a knucklehead. A lot of us read the Word of God to check the block. A lot of us say, today I need to read John chapter 1. Done. Check the block. But God doesn't want that kind of Bible reader. God wants a guy that said, whoa, in the beginning, you know, uh, you know, those types of things just digs right in. You know, what's John 1.1? 1, 1? Do you remember that, Stephanie? You got that to memory? Yeah. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God as well. And you can't, and by the way, you've, you've faded out on that one on us. Sorry about that. Uh-oh, I'm sorry. Try to try to say John 1, 1 again for us. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And folks, when you hear that, you can go through that real fast and go, in the beginning, and then all of a sudden you stop and say, in the Word was God. And folks, if you don't get deep with that, you might have to get saved. And here we go, and we're looking at verse number six here. <laughs> a brutish man knoweth not, neither doth a fool understand this. And, there, you know, there's those among us that's not going to understand our Bible reading. There's those among us who aren't going to understand our praying. There are those among us, Stephanie, that don't get what this is all about, making a solemn noise to God. They just don't get that. And uh, then look at verse 7. It says, When the wicked spring as grass, and when all the workers of iniquity do flourish, it is that they shall be destroyed forever. But thou, Lord, are the most high God forevermore. So can I tell you something, friends? You know what that's saying as Stephanie works her way over to the piano to play one of our songs? You know what this is saying? This is saying that these knuckleheads of this world, these things of this world, they're temporary. They're temporal. They don't matter, but the things of God are forever. So you're saying, well, Brother Doug, what is this all about? And that was a weird noise. I think Stephanie just probably opened the piano while we were sitting here talking. But you No, I didn't make any noise, so that must be something in our phone system. Oh, I said you're, you're either got a real loud snorting noise or you open the piano. So I was just saying open the piano so people would think that instead of it being a snorting noise. <laughs> 
but I'm glad you didn't make any noises. Uh, I did. I promise. All right. And I trust you. But thou, Lord, art the most high forevermore. So the things of this world, the people who don't understand what we're doing, the people who don't get our solemn noise, the people who don't understand our Bible studies, the people who don't get us, they don't matter. We pray for them. We love them. We share the gospel with them. God loves them forevermore. But when it comes to our relationship with God, that's got to be first. So Stephanie's going to play a song, one of our songs. I don't know which one. Why don't you go ahead and play it and sing us for us, and we'll see if we can figure it out. Do you have do you have a specific one you would like me to do? You know my favorite three. Uh, so from the first album, we'll do one of those, and I'll give you a choice: "Fear Not, My Child," "A Light from Heaven," or "Does Jesus Care?" Okay, I'm going to go with "Fear Not, My Child." All right.
Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.